Welcome to the Healthcare Leadership Excellence Podcast. I am your host, Carl Peaster. I am a healthcare executive coach and a strong advocate of excellent leadership. Many times, people think leadership is all about positions and titles. In this podcast, we discuss with many excellent healthcare leaders what leadership truly is. As a best-selling author, John Maxwell says, leadership is about one life influencing another. The stories you hear throughout each episode will inspire you to step up, lead, and influence those around you. Since August 15th, 2022, we produce weekly podcast episodes with superb healthcare leaders. However, in honor of people's time and their holiday time with family and friends, we're going to be taking a break and we're going to be back with you in early January, January 9th to be specific. But I want to share with you some excerpts from some of the inspiring conversations that I've had with healthcare professionals over the last few months. To get from managing to leading is that people principle and you, you have to be able to dive into that messy piece and to form those deep relationships. Management, not so much. You gotta learn a new organization. You gotta meet people. You gotta develop the relationships. And we've been doing a ridiculous amount of meetings on Zoom and (laughs) sending things in in email that we'd have typically previously had a face-to-face conversation on. And so we've lost that human connection. Um, and, And I think that's impacted people because people go into healthcare because they like human connection. I will only be successful as a leader if I'm in relationship to other people, whether it's my leadership team at Lemon Falls, whether it's our caregivers here, whether it's the community, our foundation board, whatever it may be, As you infuse joy, happiness, a smile, a smirk, a giggle into your team, they are more energized and committed to what you're about, is what I've observed. And trying to get things out of everybody else's way, listening attentively, being a really good listener, I think is important because people have great ideas. If we uh, ask them, engage them in the problem, And those are the things that we have to walk through together to understand what we'll need to do so that people can thrive and and feel like, find their joy in coming to work every day. And again, I go back to what I said earlier, just taking the time, first of all, let them talk, let um, let them vent, just listen to them. And just by listening, you're you're honoring them in some ways, but also then you know, you can tap on their expertise and their passion and their energy about things that they really care about. One of the things that I've learned in all of this is that it's all about relationships. And I see this as collaboration and relationship building rather than networking. If you're just trying to get your name out there and network to sell something, that's about you. And that's about getting your needs met. And what I'm always about in these things is Where is their alignment? It has truly been a humbling experience to learn from these excellent leaders who for me exemplify servant leadership. The advantage I've had is that I know all of these people while I've worked with them. 
and I know the sincerity of their answers and I know the strength of their leadership. So really encourage you if you haven't to dig in with some of the episodes, learn from them. It's really a tutorial that you can use in your leadership on a regular basis. I wanna wrap up the year with a couple of thoughts. Just something to look at, at in the next couple of weeks as you take a break and also as you enter into the new year. One of the things that has impressed me is the importance of just looking around you for growth opportunities for your own abilities as a leader. And I wanna share an experience with you that might sound a little strange. It's a little humorous, but it taught me a great lesson and maybe you can learn from it. Last month, my wife and I were uh, on a trip. We were flying back to Portland and we early boarded. And generally when you early board, you have lots of bin space above your seat. But on our seats, seats 7D, E and F, there was no bin space. And so I'm trying to adjust the suitcases, fit in my uh, admittedly oversized roller bag. And I'm just not having much success because it's pretty full. And then I feel a tap on my shoulder and there's a person with a wide grin behind me. He doesn't say anything. He just points to the other side of the aisle, which, as you might guess by now, had absolutely no bags in the bins. Okay, what's my point with this story? For me, a growth area needs to be expand my vision, to look beyond the bin space, as it were, and look for options in other places. I was just locked in, my seat was 7D. So I need to put my bag above 7D. And no, just flip around and everything's open. Just look for some growth opportunities. Just look for little errors you make, little oversights that may just, oh, that's just me. No, look a little deeper because a lot of times those give you clues into areas that apply to other issues that may be of much more importance for your leadership development. Secondly, consider these words. Success leaves clues. Now, these are the words of my coach and mentor, Paul Martinelli. He shared those with me in late November. Now, the reason I say this is that many of the people I work with, when I ask them about what their gaps and failures have been, they can produce volumes. They can describe it in detail where they messed up, where they should have done better, etc. But when I ask them why and how they've been successful, it's a mix of humility and oversight because I could give a summary on a three by five card of what they think they've done right. I really have to press them to go into detail. So as you go into your holiday break, could you dedicate some time to thinking about what clues you have had from the successes of this last year? Successes leave clues. That's a great statement. And think about that. What clues do you have of, I did this, cause and effect, this resulted in that? Be organized about it. Think about it. What can you continue to do? And what have you stopped doing just because you're so busy that if you just started doing it again, no big invention, no big discovery, just going back to what you do well, 
could make 2023 a banner year. Because if you don't catch that, you can anticipate again in the words of my mentor, Paul, mass producing what you don't want. And the brain really likes that familiarity zone, uh, whether it be positive or negative. I'd also like to mention at this point that um, I've got some openings for coaching in my practice in early 2023. It's been a very busy year for which I'm very grateful. So I do have some openings. If you're interested in working with me for any aspect of your professional development, just let me know, reach out to me at my email and be happy to see what we can set up that would benefit you and add to your development. So to close, consider the wise words of a great colleague of mine who said recently, thinking of some of the challenges that she's gonna be facing with a very demanding assignment from her upper leadership in 2023. She said, I'm going to be looking for inspiration while I'm on a zip line in Central America. Don't underestimate the creative thoughts that such diversions can bring. Take a break, get some good thoughts going, remember them, write them down, and we'll talk more about it in 2023. So until then, Enjoy your time away and lead well.